Thank you for tuning into this week's podcast from Discovery Church. Our hope is that this message would help you seek truth and find purpose. If you would like to know more about Discovery Church, please check us out online at mydiscoverychurch.ca. That said, let's go to this week's message. Last week, we, we finished a series titled Road Trips, and we're, we're launching a new series today called This Is Us. I'm not sure if you, anybody watched the show This Is Us. It actually wasn't inspired by that show. I actually came to realize about the show after I thought about the message. I was like, oh, how ironic that it's like one of the number one shows right now. Um, I, don't wa- I haven't watched it, so I don't even know if it's a good show, so I'm not condoning that you go home and watch it. Um, if somebody thinks it is, that's fine. I just don't know. Uh, but we, over, the, over the next six, six weeks, we want to we take apart what, what, what makes Discovery Church it. We want to highlight six values of our church. And however, we don't want to just spend time uh, the, for the next six weeks talking about us. You ever, have you ever had a friend where they talk about them and them and them and them and them and, and you're like, uh, yeah, my name is, you know? I, we want to talk about our six values because we want, we want you to know what, what Discovery Church is all about. But also, we feel that the six values that Discovery Church holds and what we believe can actually uh, create a framework in your life and maybe put some values into your life that's not already there to give you a better life as well. And over the next six weeks, we'll begin to unpack those values up till December the 3rd. And uh, these six values, by no means, if, you've, if you come from a church background at all, uh, by no means are more important uh, or, or better than any other values that churches hold, but we feel that these values define what we want to accomplish as, as a church and help us be very intentional in our mission uh, to love God and to love others, and to serve the world. So we, we put it all into six values and said, this is who we are. And before I jump into too much, I want to I take a moment. We're going to watch a video of one of our Dream Team members. And I, um, as you're hearing about who Discovery Church is, I want you to also uh, dive into the life of one of our Dream Team members and hear about a little bit about what God is doing and the process that he is walking through at this very moment. Just about a year ago that uh, my wife and I were preparing to leave Edmonton, to leave our families, leave our friends, leave our home, and start on our, our next journey. It was, it was a hard decision to make, but we thought that everything we had done up until now was preparing us for this moment. We thought that this was going to be our destination, that this position, this new opportunity was us finally arriving in all God had for us. We thought that finally somebody had taken notice of all the work we were putting in behind the scenes, all the hard work, all the grind. We felt like this was finally our opportunity. Within a few hours of getting home from our second portion of the interview after being offered a position we felt like we had the rug completely pulled out from under us the position was no longer available we had no chance to come back from it and all of a sudden I felt like abandoned like God why did you do this I had never felt heartbreak in this way I never felt so much disappointment. I was so disappointed in myself and embarrassed that we could entertain an opportunity like this and plan to move, plan to change our entire lives 
over something that was just going to end up falling through in the end. And I kept telling myself, if I had known I would have done this differently, if I had known this disappointment could have happened, I would have done something differently. It's hard for me to put into words the hurt that uh, came out of this and the distrust that came out of this. There was a moment where I was talking to Caitlin and she began to speak life into me, speak words into me that meant I wasn't, that I was more than nothing, that I was still valued. I didn't realize that the importance I placed in being recognized, the importance I placed in being seen. To me, this job became my destination. It became a point of arrival. I thought, finally, somebody's taken notice. Finally, somebody's seen me. What do you do when you feel like everything you've worked towards has finally lined up, and then it falls apart? I didn't, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what I was supposed to do. My giftings and my call, I thought, I thought I had it lined up. I'd been a Christian for my whole life. I felt God speaking to me. I felt God working through me. But what, why would this happen? It made no sense. But this past year has been a healing process and seeing that God wanted to use me still. He still had a place for me. He still had a role for me. He was still taking care of me, still looking after me. He was still building my character, still building my giftings, working in my giftings. I thought I had made it, but it took me some time. I started to finally appreciate the journey. Started to appreciate the learning. Seeing that I had more to grow, seeing that I had more to learn. Stepping into something that I never thought I would be doing. Uh, stepping into an occupation that I never thought I would be doing. But God is restoring me. He's restoring me in the process. He's restoring me every day. Even being a part of Discovery has been so amazing. Such an opportunity for restoration in my life, in relationships in my ministry giftings and my ministry callings. God has pulled me into things that I never thought I would be doing. But I know that it's in the process, that it's in the work, that it's in the grind, that true change is going to come. God is so good and so faithful. In the midst of your darkest times, in the midst of my hardest times, God was right there pulling on me saying, I've got something more for you. I've got something different for you. And me being okay with that. Saying, hey, this is not the finish line. This is not the arrival. I need you to keep working. I need you to keep going. I've got more for you. I've got more to work through you and in you. I am forever changed by the pain that I felt and the hopelessness that I felt and the disappointment that I felt. But I am being forever changed every day through Christ as he works in me, as he builds me, as he helps me grow, become the man of God that he wants me to be. It's cool to hear stories of, of people uh, among us. That's, that's good. Yeah, it's just good to see. It's good to see that people are willing to tell, to tell uh, and to be honest and vulnerable because 
when no one's got it all together. And uh, if you know Dan, uh, he's a super gifted dude. But we all got stuff. And we all have, have moments of we're not good enough or moments that we're, and he, as he talked about, we're all in process. And coming out of our last series, our very first value, um, not that they're, all six are equally important, but our very first value that we want to talk about is that we value process. And uh, coming out of last week, uh, we, we, uh, we finished up our road trip series where we talked about, in the very first week, we talked about how we welcome people onto this journey and that, that this journey, this road trips are better with friends. And, and then we talked about how the delays and detours in our lives are the roads that God gets us uh, on to get us to our destiny. And that we must not forget in, in our process, in this journey, that um, sometimes we always want to look for where we're at or where we want to go to. And we forget to see how far we've come from. That God, God is in the process. If, if there's any football fans, there's a famous footballer that says, trust the process. And uh, life is a process. And I don't have a ton, a ton of life experience. Um, I, I turned 34 yesterday. So, um, yeah, um, the day before, my, my, wife, uh, my wife is not with me. So literally, I forgot about my birthday until somebody reminded me on Facebook that it was my birthday. Oh, congratulations. Or have a great year. And I'm like, wait, it's just me and my daughter home for the last couple of days. And I literally completely forgot. But I turned 34 yesterday, and, and I, don't have a ton, I don't have a ton of life experience. But um, I've had the honor of, and privilege of traveling around and, 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 and speaking at, at churches like this or conferences or small retreats in my past. But I also carry on conversations with people every day um, like a normal individual. And there's one thing that I know for sure, and that is that no one's identical. There's nobody in this room that, that is identical with somebody else. You may even be sitting here but next to an identical twin. Um, you may like the same food, and you like the same clothes, and the same style of music, and, and you have the same belief systems, and you might have a lot of similarities, but no one here is identical. And uh, your life is a unique process that makes you, you. Jeremiah 29, 11 says it like this. For, for I know the, the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. One of the most popular Bible verses. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Even God here, when he's, he's speaking in Jeremiah, he's talking about a process. I have a future for you. I have a, I have a plan for you. He's talking about a process. Sometimes, sometimes in life, we like the plan and we like the process and we understand it and we can get on board with it. But there's other times where you hate it. There's other times that I really don't like the process and I wish I could just erase it or jump over the mountain or just like do a time travel beyond this moment. There's, but, there's, but there's something about the process that, that is very unique to us. Everyone's life journey is a unique process. And, and at Discovery, we want to strive, we will strive to be a relevant, safe, non-judgmental community where everyone can explore and discover their purpose. We want, to, we, want to be, we want to recognize that every process, everyone's life, everyone's journey is significant and, and that no matter where you are in that process, we want you to feel that you belong at Discovery Church. No matter where you are in the process, we are glad you're here and we want to welcome you home. We are, we are excited to get to know you and to welcome you here. We don't, we don't want anyone to feel, we don't want to feel, we don't want you to feel tricked. That's one thing. 
So I want to be clear right, right from month two is that we are about Jesus. We are about Jesus. And we believe that, it, that in our, our vision to seek truth and find purpose, we believe that the truth that the truth word is Jesus, that if fundamentally, if, if everybody in this world, everybody in this room, everybody in Edmonton can just say, I, at the basis of everything, no matter what you believe at this moment, together we're going, to find, we're going to seek truth, I believe that Jesus will win. I believe that Jesus will win. But not everybody, not everybody's there, and we want to recognize that, but we still want you, and we, we welcome you into the process, and we welcome you at Discovery Church. The crazy thing is, is that I believe that Jesus is truth. I've heard about a Jesus. And in a country that was founded on Christian morals and beliefs and teachings, we're we're now in a country that sometimes don't even know what Christianity is. And it's crazy if you actually do some research, which I've done a a lot on our city, there's nearly 300,000 people in our city that don't associate with any religion whatsoever, not even just Christianity, no religion whatsoever. So that that to me says that's about 300,000 people in a a city, in a country uh, that was once a Christian country that probably knew Jesus and knew about Jesus and what he did, that there's 300,000 people in our city that don't even know that there's a Jesus that exists. Now, some people grew up with a choice to choose Jesus or to reject Jesus or to choose to be a Christian or not, and, that's, and that's, that's a choice. But there are people in our city that don't even know that that's a choice. What if you had the greatest decision that you could ever make in your life and you didn't even know about it? That's why we, create, that's why we started a church, and we believe that's a process. We know that the decision uh, is made at different points in our life, but we do feel that that decision needs to be made. We do feel, and the Bible is, Bible is clear on some of that stuff, uh, that, that there is a decision that needs to be made for Jesus. I want to explain it, uh, something like this. So we value process. And I was reading just this past week, and a line came up, is that because, we, because without the process, there is no progress. And as, as we move through this process as a church and, and we've launched already, we want to make sure one thing, I already said it, that we want to make sure we glorify Jesus as it says in John uh, 12 and 32. We want to create a relevant, non-judgmental, safe place. But John 32 says something like this, because we know that when we lift up Jesus, when we give glory to Jesus from the earth, when we, when we, us humans give glory to Jesus, Jesus does the rest. He draws people on to him. So to explain it a little bit, I want to I sort of take our life and pretend that this is our life. It's a, a piece of rope. Everybody's way more valuable than a piece of rope. But pretend, pretend that this is your life. I love, I love illustrations, so this will not be the last one that you will ever see. Just so you're aware. And I used to be a scaffolder, so I know like one knot. So apparently I know one lot. Let me try all that again. Here we go. All right. So this is our life. And this little black thing right here is you, okay? And we're, we're, no matter where you're, you are in this room or all your family, everybody that you know, everybody that's on this earth is somewhere between 
this knot, which let's call minus 10, all the way to this knot, which let's call plus 10. And then right in the middle, right in the middle, if I hopefully tie a knot. This worked way better in practice. Okay, just give me a second. I need to get some more string. See, life doesn't always go the way you plan. <laughs> All right, right in the middle, and there's another knot. Should have had some background music. I'm not, I'm not going to tie myself up and try to get away from it. So this, this is our life. Minus 10 all the way up to plus 10. And then somewhere right in the middle is what we call zero. And uh, maybe back here at minus 10, maybe you are or maybe you've been there at some point, is, is a life that you don't even know that there's a God that exists. Okay, there, there's, there, you have no framework for a creator you've never heard and you don't know that, that there's a hope that's, that's beyond just that moment found in Jesus. And then there, the Bible talks about that there's a void in our lives that, that only Jesus can fill, that no relationship, no matter how much money or how much partying or no matter how, much, how many relationships or, or whatever it is, there's nothing that can fill that void until you find Jesus. And maybe you start to progress in your life and, you, and that, that void is at like minus 10. You feel like, okay, there's something missing in my life. Why, I've never felt like this before. Why is there this emptiness? And you try to fill, fill it with, with stuff and things and material possessions and whatever you, whatever you like. And, and then you start, well, there's something more. And you start to move through like minus eight and minus seven. You, maybe you start to hear about like different world religions and you start Scientology or you start uh, getting into new age or you go and get your tarot cards read. And, and there's different things because there's an emptiness and you're kind of like, there's something out there. Is, is there something more to our life? And I would say, yes, there is. And, and then as you progress a little bit more, you, maybe you're introduced uh, for the very first time at, at a work at a work function and somebody sh- showed you uh, joy maybe somebody showed you love and and you come to, maybe they brought you a drink you're like they never I never asked them for a drink and they just brought me one anyway you 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 came to encounter for the very first time someone that loved Jesus and allowed their lives to shine for him and all of a sudden the, you, you start to wonder if there's there's something more to life is it is it this Jesus thing that people follow and as you progress through minus four, minus three, minus one, you get to a point. You become aware of a need for Jesus in your life. And you, you, you come to a point where a decision has to be made. This knot represents zero and represents the moment that, that we, we cross over. The Bible talks about it, that we cross over from death into life, and not like a physical death. But the Bible talks about the spiritual death that we, that we live in until we come to an uh, understanding and a reality that we need Jesus. And, and uh, this is a little bit of a, like a, a Christian background if you're completely new to church. We are so glad you're here. We are excited that you're here. You are why we started a church. And... Um, the Bible talks about it being called born again. 
And it's the moment where somebody makes, knows that there is a God and knows that, that there is a need for Jesus and needs to make a decision. And you take the moment and you cross over and you, you go from a minus one over to zero to a plus one. And you come into a reality that you were, you were once dead in all of your sin. You were, you were once dead uh, in, in, in your spirit and you moved to a point where now you're alive. Ephesians uh, 2 puts it this way. In the past, you were dead because you sinned and, and, and fought against God. If, the, if, you, if you're somewhere in here, even though you might not feel like you're really fighting, but if you're not fighting for, you're fighting against. There's, there's no neutral ground in, in, our, in our lives when it comes, talks about uh, serving Jesus. You follow the ways of the world and obey the devil, but God was merciful. Thank God for his mercy. Uh, we, <laughs> we were dead because of our sins, but God loved us so much that he made us alive. He made us go from from a spiritual death into a spiritual life, uh, alive with Christ, and God and God's wonderful kindness is what saves you. God raised us from the de- from death to life with Christ Jesus, and He has given us a place beside Him in heaven. This experience, where individuals cross over from death into life, is huge. But the process doesn't stop there. For so many years in my life, this is where I hung out. Wondering if if my salvation was real, back and forth. Or jumping over and, you know, reading my Bible a little bit and maybe, maybe sharing my faith a little bit. Sort of staying here, but... I grew up thinking that, that this moment, even though it's life-changing, this not moment, this zero moment is life-changing, but that's not where God wants us to stay. It's, it's huge. And today you might be at minus 10 or you might be in this minus side, and today you have an opportunity to do a crossover moment from death into life. And for some people, the process is long. And for some pro- times, the process is like, there's a God? I didn't know there was a God. I, you came into the church and you were like, you went from a minus 10 all the way to a zero. Yes, that'll be great. See, for many years, I s- spent time here, maybe reading my Bible a little bit, praying. Every now and then seeing God break through in my life. But there's also the plus four and the plus five and the plus six where, where, I, where I took a step to say, May, God, I want to take another step and I want to get baptized. Or I want to take a, a, the next step and I, I want to I get a part of a local church because I know that if I can invest into a local church and invest my time and my talents and my resources, God, you can use me beyond just reading my Bible every day. And then there's the, you know, the, the seven, the eight, the nine. This is where God wants us to hang out because this is where we wake up every single day and say, God, use me for your glory today. And this, this is where we wake up and say, God, I am willing to look for opportunities to pray with people. I'm willing to look for opportunities to invest in people because people matter to Jesus. So I want to ask you a question. Where in this process are you? Where in this process?
this process are you? Now, without the process, there's no progress. Then I want to ask you the next question. Where in this process do you want to be? Do you just want to still hang out down here? And what the Bible talks about is being dead? Do you just want to hang around this zero moment that's very important? Do you want to take a next step and maybe get baptized? Invest in a local church? Or do you want to even stay up here where you know that the process is key? But this is where we say, God, every day I want to wake up walking in step with you knowing that you will use me and you will guide me. I want to be bold. I want to, I want to tell my friends where I was on Sunday. I just want you to just take about 30 seconds, whatever you need to do to sort of contemplate that moment, whether or not it's to close your eyes or, or just, just where, where are you on this process? Where are you on this line? And then where do you want to be? Maybe you're here and you're, you're, on, you're on this side somewhere. And today, you're made aware of Jesus. You're made aware of a God that loves you. You're made aware of the emptiness. And the God that left the 99 come to find the one. You're the one that he's coming to find. Today, you want to make a decision to go from a a spiritual death into a spiritual life. If that's you this morning, I want to pray a prayer. And just, just quietly in your mind, I just want you to pray it along with me. God, today, I want to make the decision to come alive in you. Today I recognize that I am an imperfect person, but I want to pursue a perfect God. Thanks for taking time to listen to this week's message from Discovery Church. If this ministry has impacted you in any way, we would love to hear about it. Please email us at info at mydiscoverychurch.ca. Oh, oh, oh.